be just someone that's new I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth yeah know that we all have fear welcome back to another episode of the truth for youth podcast with Micah Murphy the podcast that is dedicated to bringing you biblical truth not Micah's truth not the world's truth but biblical truth what is hard to find truth these days, man? Just turn on the news and you will be so confused as to what to believe because depending on what station you're on, you're going to get a different truth, a different perspective. Well, no worries here. This is all from the Bible. This is biblical truth. So I want to bring something to you today that really has been been kind of a part of who I am for some years now. When I was uh, young and married, uh, straight out of college, I kind of had a, a mentor for a little bit that was kind of trying to help me as I was kind of getting my feet in the business world. And um, it's an individual that I didn't know real, real well, but I knew him a little bit. And I was meeting with him a couple times and he was just trying to help give me just some advice in life, you know, business advice and just trying to get started. And he was, uh, he was a Christian man and he said, Mike, I want to give you something. And he gave me this coin and on this coin, it said the prayer of Jabez on one side, and then you flip it over, and it was this prayer. And honestly, I'd never heard of this before. Never heard of this man named Jabez, um, Yab- Yabez, maybe from uh, the Hebrew, but I've never heard of the guy before. Certainly never heard of his prayer, and it was a passage in First Chronicles, and I was like, well, this is, this is interesting. I'd never heard this before. <clears throat> and he said, Micah, I prayed this prayer. And I believe this prayer, and I think you too should pray this prayer and believe in this prayer. And honestly, I didn't know how to take that at the time. I just kind of, I mean, I saw him as a successful businessman and and a godly man and uh, seemed like a good good family man. So uh, I took the coin and I used to carry it with me every day. And that's what he encouraged me to do. You know, just put it in your pocket. You can feel of it. It'll remind you, you know, to kind of pray to God, to to ask for his blessing and his favor. And, uh, and, I, and I used to do that. I did it for a long time. And then honestly, as time went on, just like a lot of things that maybe you try to get into a routine and you kind of get out of the routine, right? It's kind of hard to do something, especially every single day. And Anyways, I still had that coin uh, somewhere. I know I've seen it recently, but uh, that was some 20, you know, 20 years ago. Um, so anyways, uh, that's what I want to talk to you about it today, because I have thought more about that um, in the last several years as kind of, as I've transitioned a little bit in life and as I've kind of branched out and, and done a little bit more. And I guess now as you know, my sons are getting older and they're, they're in the youth group and or at least two of them are. So I don't know, begin to think a little bit more about, you know, my life and my impact. And anyway, so I'm going to share that with you today. And, and maybe again, maybe you've never heard of the prayer of Jabez. Maybe you have. I, I think this can be taken a little too extreme. Okay. So I, I want to be cautious. I'm not, look, I'm not a prosperity preaching you know, pastor or, or Christian where I'm like, oh yeah, if you pray it and believe it, you'll achieve it, you know, type thing. If God loves you, he'll bless you. Look, I am not that person at all. I know life is difficult. Uh, in no means whatsoever do I believe God paves this golden brick road that we are just to walk 
along and have an easy life and a good life that just everything is is prosperous and it's just you know rainbows and shun and sunshine all the time that is that is not who i am all right i know it's difficult i mean we just look at the life of jesus we look at the life of his disciples and they had a brutal life you know they they were beaten they were ridiculed they were humiliated uh they were killed for their faith and by no means were they uh, rich and prosperous okay so so hear me say all that before I get into this, because I don't want this to be taken wrongly, okay? Um, but I do want you to understand that I believe wholeheartedly that God is a, is a father, okay? So from a father perspective, we want what's best for our kids, right? We, we want to make them happy. We want to see them successful. We want to see them achieve, but we also uh, kind of have a discernment as to you know, certain things may make them happy, but it may not be beneficial for them, right? Some things may make them, uh, you know, excited and, and, and pumped up or whatever, but we know those things may not be the best long term. So God knows way more than we do as heavenly fathers or as heavenly parents, and he knows what's best for us. So there's going to be things that he may withhold from us that we think we need or we want or we have to have that would just make life perfect. He may withhold those things because he knows that's not what's best for us. Or maybe it's not the right time for that. All right. So, but, but again, going back to that, what a father, you know, a father wants, would love to give good gifts, you know, and, and make you happy and, and, you know, see you successful. So I think God, um, is a lot like that as well. Like he loves us as his creation, as his children. And I know he wants us to see us happy and successful, but he's not going to sacrifice what's best for us just so that we can be temporarily happy and have this emotion of, you know, joy or happiness for, for a very temporary moment, knowing that the long term we're better off maybe to go through some suffering or some hardship in order to become the person that he wants us to be. All right, so now that I've kind of set the backdrop, now let's talk about what the heck this prayer of Jabez is, um, if you've never heard of it. All right, so it's in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. I really like the translation of the Living Bible, and I'm going to read you a, a couple different ones, but this is what the Living Bible says. Verse 9. Jabez was more distinguished than any of his brothers. His mother's name had him, or his mother named him, excuse me, his mother named him Jabez because she had such a hard time at his birth. Jabez means distress, or Yabez means distress in the Hebrew. He was the one who prayed to the God of Israel. Oh, that you would wonderfully bless me and help me in my work. Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all evil and disaster. And then it says, and God granted him his request. God heard his prayer and granted him what he asked for. All right, here's uh, what the message says. Jabez was a better man than his brothers, a man of honor. His mother had named him Jabez. Oh, the pain. 
saying, a painful birth, I bore him in great pain. And Jabez prayed to the God of Israel, bless me, oh, bless me. Give me land, large tracts of land, and provide your personal protection. And don't let evil hurt me. God gave him what he asked. Oh, God, bless me, bless me indeed. Enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from evil. So these are the translations that you have. And then there's obviously more translations. But, but the idea is, there's this man named Jabez. And literally, there's only like these two passages in the whole Bible about this guy. Okay, so it's not like we have a whole book of the Bible. It's not like we have a whole chapter. We literally have two verses. And we know very, very, very little about this man. Yet, it's so intriguing that what he's asked for, what he said, I mean, first of all, it's mentioned in the Bible, so it means it's important, okay? Um, It could have easily been overlooked. I mean, because again, it's just two verses. Why even put those two verses in there? Why even mention this man if it's only two, two verses, two like sentences in the whole Bible? Why even throw that in there? Well, there was obviously something of importance, so God wanted it in there. So here we have this man named Jabez. Again, we don't know a whole lot. We know his name. And apparently his name means pain. So his mother had a difficult time with him, a uh, painful birth, which, look, I'm not a woman, but I know from, from my wife and from other women, I don't think birth is ever not painful. So this must have been like an excruciating, very, very painful birth, okay? So here we have Jabez that was obviously a difficult delivery for his mother. uh, And it actually says he has brothers. So apparently he was obviously a lot more painful than his brothers. Therefore, he got the name Jabez, which means pain, great pain. All right? So we know he was born through a painful birth. We know he has some brothers. It talks about a mother. It doesn't talk about a father. So don't know if this man's father was absent. Don't know if he just didn't have a father. Don't really know, right? But it's interesting that it's not mentioned. And normally in the Bible, you have uh, fathers talked about. So anyways, maybe he doesn't have a father, at least a father figure in his life. So we know those things. And then we know that he says this prayer, that he's asking God to bless him, bless him greatly, and to to have his hand on him. And it says, bless me in all my work, bless me in all that I do, and keep me from evil. Like, help me not to sin, right? Like, help me not to, to, to do evil to myself and to others and to you, and help me uh, not be disastrous, Why would he pray this? Like, where does that come from? Okay, well, here's another little piece of the pie, right? So in the Old Testament, or really in ancient times, your name was very significant. It was almost like a prophecy. So so your name was a major part of who you are. Well, when his mother named him Pain, like, he had to live with this. Like, okay, my name means pain. Like, what kind of reputation? You know, I mean, you can imagine kids, you know, bullying and pick on you because of your name. Well, man, the kid's name means pain. So he, maybe he got bullied, maybe he got picked on. But he, he obviously was very upset about his name in the sense that it meant pain. Like, he, he was hurting, I can imagine. Like, again, now some of this, obviously, it's not in the Bible. So this is me just inferring, like trying to figure out based on what we're reading, okay? So I'm just assuming 
that this guy felt pain, like, like he, he just wasn't at peace. For him to cry out to God, like, help me not to be a disaster, like, help me not, you know, cause pain to others. He, he obviously was carrying this with him, and he didn't want this to be his life. Like, he didn't want for his life to be prophesied out because of his name to be just disastrous and painful the rest of his life. Your name means pain, therefore you're going to feel pain the rest of your life, and you're going to cause pain to others, right? Like, maybe that's what he was thinking. And he didn't want that to be the case. So here's what I love about this man. He decided, I want my life to be different. I want my life to be impactful. I want to do great things for the Lord. He knew he wasn't a mistake. So many times in life, we may think we're mistakes. We may think we're just, you know, a random act. And, and what purpose do I have on life? Here's a man that knew he had a bigger purpose. He didn't want to just live a life of just going through and causing people pain and causing himself pain. He wanted to have a major impact. He wanted to, to do great things. He wanted to maximize his life, be the best version of himself that he could be. He knew God created him for a purpose, and he cries out to God, God, bless me. Like, I, I obviously caused my mom some pain. And look, the guy, the guy did not get to control that. He did not intentionally cause his mother pain, right? He's a baby. He, he had no choice in the matter, right? It was not his fault, but yet he got named pain. His history, the things that, like his birth, the way he was born, and, and, and however, whatever happened in his life, he wasn't able to control that, right? Like, there's circumstances in your life and in my life that we just don't get to control. We don't get to say so. Maybe some bad things have happened in your life that you weren't at fault. It just happened, right? Sometimes we have bad weather, right? We don't, we don't get to control the weather. Sometimes, you know, natural disasters happen. We don't get to control that stuff. Sometimes people may do you wrong. They may steal from you. They may hurt you. And you may not have done anything wrong. You may have been innocent. Here, Jabez was innocent. Like he was a baby. He, he, he didn't intentionally hurt his mother, yet his mother, I'm sure not intentionally, but, but by naming him pain, Jabez, that was weighing on him. And that was almost determining what his future was going to be like. And he said, no, 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 I'm not going to be the victim here. That's what I love because we live in a society right now, 2022. I don't know when you're listening to this podcast, it may be 10 years down the road. Maybe we're not, not living in the victim mentality then, but we are definitely in a society that loves to play the victim card. We love to be victims, right? We love the sympathy. We love the attention it gets us. But the victim never, ever, ever gets ahead in life. Never get, And look, you may legit be a victim. I'm not saying that because you're a victim of, of a terrible crime or whatever, that that's your fault and that you're never going to amount to anything. I'm saying if you're a victim, you can't continue to live as the victim because the victim never, never achieves anything. Think about, and, and I actually... Um, Donald Miller, 
he, he's a great uh, author, speaker. I heard him recently, and, and I've loved some of his books. And he talks about this hero mentality of, of a hero and a victim. And if you think about any movie, what happens with the victim? The victim always remains the same. In, in any movie, the victim is always the victim. And the hero usually has to overcome something to achieve you know, hero status. There, there's, it's never the easy road, right? There's always a weakness. There's always an enemy. There's always an issue that the hero has to overcome, right? So that's what I'm saying right here. Like, like Jabez was like, you know what? I want to be a hero. Yes, I was a victim kind of of my childbirth and, and maybe my mom and you know, calling me this and maybe friends or, or kids ridiculing me. I don't know. Okay, I'm just guessing. But he decided he didn't want to be the victim anymore. And he cries out to God, God, please bless me. Allow me to do great things, God. Have your hand on me. Keep me from evil. He wanted to be the hero. He no longer wanted to be the victim. He overcame that to push ahead. That's why I love this man. That's what we all should be striving to do. Don't just keep being a victim. There's going to be bad things happen in life. Life is not easy. Okay, it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning. Look at all the disciples, man. They could have easily said, I'm playing the victim card here. Man, all these people hate me. Jesus could have played a victim card. Man, I came down here as savior of this world. I came down here to be the Lord and to love people and serve people. And I have people spitting on me. I have people beating me and I'm getting murdered. You know, for what? For being perfect? For loving everybody? He could have easily played the victim card, but he said, no, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end up being the hero because I'm going to keep living out what I, my purpose is. Right? Same for the disciples. They kept living. They kept pursuing God despite setbacks, despite heartaches, to be the heroes. You know, and I'm sure the people in their time didn't look at them as heroes, but now we look back Man, we, we read about people like Paul and Peter, and we're like, man, those dudes were heroes, man. They were studs for the faith. That's what I'm saying, and that's what Jabez was doing. And even though we only have those two passages, we can gather a lot from that. What else did it say? It said he was more distinguished than all of his brothers. He was a man of honor. So Jabez was doing the right things. He was living a good life. It wasn't like he was, you know, just some rebellious, sinful guy. He was a man that was living for God. And he just didn't want his life to end up being a disaster. He wanted it to be of purpose and of value. So he's crying out to God, God, bless me. Achieve great things, man. Bless me indeed. And God heard him and blessed him. I would love to know how it all played out. I would love to hear the rest of Jabez's story. One day when I get to heaven, man, I'm going to find Jabez and I'm going to be like, bro, tell me all about your story. I want to know about your childhood. I want to know how, how God answered your prayers because it said God answered him. God heard his prayers and he answered him. And he blessed him. I said, Jabez, what, what all happened, man? I would love to hear all that one day. But here's where I'm getting to. Pray that prayer. 
but you can't just pray it and it's like a genie in the bottle, right? Like, I don't believe that. Like, oh, it's some magical prayer that you pray and, and lo and behold, you're going to be blessed and God's going to bless you with riches and wealth and health and fame and all that. No, 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 right? It's got to be God-given dreams, God-given desires, right? It, it, what does God put on your heart? Does he want to do great things through you? Absolutely. Now, what those things are, I don't know. That's for you to figure out, you and God. I know for me and my family and things that we've we're, we've set up goals that we believe God's given us, and so we're pursuing those and we're chasing those, and we are seeking God through it, you know. And sometimes we get distracted. Yes, we're human. We get distracted. We mess up. We get, you know, maybe selfish at times. We've got to reel it back in, and that's kind of where Jabez was. He was he was focused on God. He's saying, God bless me. Keep your hand on me, right? Like. Keep your hand on me, like keep guiding me in the right path, right? Like keep me on the, on the straight and narrow. And he asked God, not just to bless him, you know, don't just bless me with stuff, but he says, keep me from evil. Keep me from harm. Help me not to harm others in the process, right? Help me not to sin. That's a key part. God, help me not to sin. Help me not to to create a disaster for myself or my family or for others because it's real easy to create disasters, right? Like we, we're all just stupid decisions away from creating disasters. And we can do that. And we probably have done that, right? I know I have. And it's, we, we got to seek God to help us through those times, right? We learn from those mistakes and we keep moving forward. And, and that's what I believe Jabez was doing. He was learning from mistakes and he's moving forward. And he's saying, God bless me now. You know, I don't want my life to be a disaster. You know, keep me, keep me going down the path that you want me to go on. And how can I bless you? And when he talks about the land and, and bless me with territory, increase my territory, here's another way to look at territory. And this is, you know, this is something I've always taken away. It's not just, hey, give me a bunch of land. It's not like the game of Monopoly, right? Where we're just trying to accumulate as many properties as we can, throw up hotels and take everybody's money and win. Uh, that is fun to do, right? But And I like to do that to my kids, by the way. But no, it, enlarge my territory. I've always taken that passage and I've used it as a means of influence. And I say, God, enlarge my, when I pray the prayer of Jabez, I say, God, increase my territory, increase my sphere of influence. Not influencing for Micah's sake, influence for Christ's sake. God, what are some platforms that you can give me to enlarge my territory, to help me influence others for your namesake. And that has been my prayer. And I, and I was doing that as a youth pastor. And now here I have Grit Army. I have a podcast that, that there is no boundaries, right? Anybody that gets an internet connection or a cell phone connection can get this podcast for free. So there's no longer any boundaries increasing my territory. The Family Vlog, Smurf Squad. Those are all platforms, they're all territory. Now Lois Ann has Chick-fil-A. That is increasing territory. God has answered our prayers, and He continues to answer us. And I keep praying this prayer. I don't do it daily, but I pray this prayer often. And I know God is answering that when, when we have the right mindset with the right intent. Now, if we're doing it out of selfish reasons, you know, I don't know if God's going to bless that and honor that. He may, he may, but I think it comes down to your mindset, your intent. 
If you're truly wanting to do great things for the sake of Christ and you're you're wanting your life to be of influence and of purpose for the sake of Christ, I think God will honor that. I think God will hear that. He heard Jabez. I feel like he's heard me and my family. And I pray he keeps hearing that. And I pray he hears your heart. Now, I'm also going to say this. I started praying this 20 years ago. <laughs> and uh, a lot of this I didn't see happen for a long time, okay? So again, a lot of it has to do with God's timing. Just because you pray it doesn't mean it's going to happen tomorrow. You're not going to win the lottery tomorrow because you prayed it today, right? Um, it, it's, it's hard work. Go back to one of those passages. It says, God, bless my work. It's not that you get to sit on the couch, play Xbox, PlayStation, and God's just going to bless you with blessings. It's that you're going out and doing the work, and you're asking God to bless that work because you're doing it for Him. How are you using that platform for His namesake? All right, guys. Um, I, look, I hope you're benefiting from these podcasts. I mean, that's the reason I do it, right? I don't, I don't sit up here on this podcast just to, to hear myself talk. I do it because I hope I can bring you value. I hope I can give you some wisdom, things that I've learned along the way. And I'm still learning, guys. I mean, I know some of you think, oh, uh, you know, by, by your age, you have everything figured out. No, I'm still figuring things out, right? I'm still making mistakes. I'm still, you know, fumbling along in life, trying my hardest to, uh, to glorify God and, and not make too many mistakes in the, in the process. That's why I got to pray this. God, don't allow me to be a disaster. <laughs> God, keep me from evil, okay? Uh, but I hope the wisdom and the things that I've learned, I'm able to pass along to you so that you can have a step ahead, that you can benefit, you can learn from my mistakes and from my successes. Guys, take this prayer. Pray it. Again, it comes in First Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. Um, there's also a book. I read a book a long time ago. I forgot the author's name, but it is called The Prayer of Jabez, and it was pretty interesting. Um, but again, don't don't and I, honestly, it's been so long since I read it, I don't remember if it was more prosperity type stuff, but you got to be careful, obviously, you know, don't don't take it too far where it's prosperity gospel type stuff, where it's like, oh, well, God's going to bless you because you, you prayed it. Um, use it that God loves you and he wants to bless you, but he wants what's best for you. He cares about your holiness more than he cares about your happiness. That sounds like a good podcast. Hmm, I think I did do one of those. You have to go back in and find that one. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to wrap things up. Uh, again, thanks for tuning in. Please share the podcast. Pass it along. You have some friends, some family, some other people, maybe social media. Pass it along. Let others get some truth, man. Get some good biblical truth. All right. Well, guys, as always, I love you. If you need me, you can always reach me. Uh, my email is in the show notes. And we will catch you in next week's podcast. Until then, bye-bye, guys.